Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller with Warren Cluck and we're going to join you for two hours of some beer chit chat and also uh, some music to go along with it so you can drink on this fine uh, Sunday that, you know, we've got, we're, we're like post-derby hangover now. We're, we're wrapping up the NFL draft. I am a Lions fan. Zach enjoys the Atlanta Falcons, so neither of our teams are in great shape. So this is about as high in our teams as we're going to be. At least we're not the Bears, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not trading away, you know, positions and whatnot for uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, it's uh, I, it's always fun because as a Lions guy, you're like, yes, the draft, and then you know you ride a little bit of a high until that first or second week of the season, and then you're like, you're like, yeah, it's all, oh, it's already over. It's not working out for us. Then I become fantasy football ward for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, but uh, Zach Miller, Warren Cluck, back at you for another two hours of uh, craft beer chit chat here on a Sunday, and I'm pretty excited. We have some new releases to talk about today. We have some events that are coming up, and oh, uh, we're getting back to it. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to happen, and uh, we're glad to have you aboard. Thanks for joining us here. Music to my beer. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. And uh, I know that last week we spent a lot of time talking about things that I have coming up. Uh, I bought tickets to the coaster, coasters and hops. Oh my goodness. Hops and coaster drops. At got, Indiana Beach. I've got until September 11th to uh, get the name straight. but <laughs> That's going to be fun. Yeah, I know Eric Faust from Bear Hands is going to be on the show next week, and he's going to give us a little bit of a preview because his new venture he'll talk about will be there as well. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. i got a vacation coming up in Portland. But if you don't follow Zach on Untapped, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, then you didn't know that Zach was a man alone all week. Man. As a married man with two young kids, somehow he got an entire week alone at his house. And how did you do, buddy? How was your week of beer drinking? I know you were so in love with the hams down at Fatbird that you got the home recipe. I did my own home kit because what they do is they do the ham and turkey. And so they do, they serve the hams. And I was telling my buddy who owns another bar about this. I'm like, it'll absolutely change your world. We need to try it. Let's open up a can of hams. Let's throw some a couple dashes of bitters in there. Kind of shake it a little bit, but not like too much so that it explodes. But then um, kind of enjoy that with the side of the wild turkey. And it's it even without the wild turkey, if you just added some bitters to hams, they, they're they on to something there. I wonder where they got the idea, because uh, if you go down to, the, uh, to Fatbird, downtown South Bend, um, they have something on the menu called a ham and turkey. Mm-hmm. And not the sandwich, but it's the hams with the bitters and a shot of 101 proof wild turkey. And I don't know, hams is not a great beer. I know it's one of your favorites. I don't, I don't, I don't know why you got to hate on it like that. <laughs> I, I didn't say it's, I didn't say it's bad, but I'm like it's not it's not great. Otherwise, no. you know, I, I remember that in college we drank a lot of Carling's Black Label. Oh yeah, and it was some about that same wheelhouse where college kids drank a lot of it because it was it was what you could afford. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the particular uh, herbs that are in the the bitters, but it changes the profile of that beer entirely. Totally, because you're you're usually you've got like the crispiness. It's a Pretty clean beer. Hams to me reminds me of like when I first started drinking and getting into beer. And you've got, I mean, yeah, like it's hard to tell the difference between some pilsners and lagers, and they all have similar grain bills, and then also use some of the noble hops and stuff. But once you add in that bitters, it it creates like almost a whole new drinking experience. Yeah, and and then couple that with the the bourbon shot, and you're like, wow, this is a really uh, this is great. But it's 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 funny. But I also started to think because uh, Jason Lee told me this. He said eons ago, like decades ago, he was hanging out with Jesse James Dupree, 
the lead singer of Jackal. Whoa. Who's a big PBR guy, loves the Paps to Blue Ribbon. And PBR by itself is fine. It's not fantastic. Some people, that's their go-to. But um, Jesse James Dupree told him, because Jason said, I'm not having a Paps. He goes, <laughs> he pulled a salt shaker. He had an actual shaker of salt in his pocket. He pulled it out and salted the Paps. He goes, that's the key. He goes, if you salt your Paps, give it a couple shakes. Com- Interesting. Completely changes the flavor profile of the beer. So between that... And now the hams with the bitters. I'm starting to think, like, are we sleeping on just drinking cheap beer? We are, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can get a fifth or a thirty pack for like fifteen bucks. So, I mean, fifty cents a beer is yeah. Then a couple splooshes, a couple splooshes of bitters doesn't cost you much. Mm-mm. No, I think uh, one of those small bottles that'll last you for like forever. It's like thirteen bucks. Yeah. So there you go. There's your music to my beers hot tip. I know. Salt your PBR, put uh, bitters in your hams, and uh, shout out once again to Fabbert. I don't know how they tripped across that recipe. I don't know if it's like an internet thing that people know about. We don't, but man. They're making hams cool again. <laughs> I had a lady. At, well, how about the- this? They're just making hams cool. <laughs> because there's a lady who is, she's like, she saw my shirt from Beer Shirt Thursday, and she's like, do they still make that? I was like, oh yeah, it comes in 30 packs now. It's one of my favorite beers. I don't know if I have blinders on. I haven't seen it, and I know they sell it around town because you're constantly slugging it down during the weekdays. Oh, I, yeah. I can't remember the last time I saw it anywhere. Um, Citywide has had it. They've also had Little Kings, too. So oh, if you're looking the for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know like Meyer has it sometimes. Kroger has it. You're probably just walking right past it to get to the craft section because they put it always... It's Typically by like the Natty and the Bush and stuff like that. Now as an adult, I've taken my poverty blinders off, so uh, <laughs> other brands are, are are visible to me. I got to tell you, you know, you got after it hard, and we didn't even get into that. We got sidetracked on the hams last break. Yeah. Oh, about my week and what I, I don't have a wife and kids in my house like this entire week. If you're just joining in, don't uh, don't fret. They didn't pack up and leave. They're just <laughs> nope. it was a family trip, but they left Zach behind because Zach has weekday responsibilities on our country station B100, but. What'd you do? Because I know how I behave when it's just me, and that doesn't happen very often, and you kind of revert to your Neanderthal form a little bit. Oh, my goodness. I uh, So Monday was just a typical, like, hang out at the house, get some stuff done, make sure it's all clean and nice and everything, because the last thing that I want to do is be cleaning up the day before they came back. So I didn't want to be cleaning up on, like, Friday when they are coming in on Saturday. I just wanted to have everything done, and then I can take care of it in a pristine, nice way throughout the week you know i won't leave my clothes on the floor or anything like that um so i just had like a couple casual beers it was tuesday that i really got after it because i took a walk about town started um with walking the dog about a mile around my neighborhood and then i went and i walked down jefferson and then i walked around jefferson to uh what's there by the east race kind of on that pathway to go to LaSalle. And then I hit up LaSalle, walked around LaSalle. I, I really just did this giant walk. A Zach Miller booze walkabout downtown <laughs> yeah. South Bend. And I ended up uh, stopping by Howard Park Public House. Um, Hammer and Quill was closed, so I was going to pop in there for a drink. And then I ended up at the U because, um, I mean, every place was packed. And I was like, I could go for a couple beers at the U. I'll order food while I'm standing outside. They've got this really nice bar that's right there on the river underneath the big um, stairwell that they have going up to the outside seating now. And I, I peeled off a couple down there and then uh, had ordered my food and went back to my place. And then I ended up drinking more out of a 24-pack that I got from Costco. My man. I had some Rogue. Rogue from that 24-pack. It was right, good. So you didn't get too out of control, but you indulged yourself a little bit. Yeah, I woke up feeling pretty awful on Wednesday, <laughs> but I had to get through the work day. And then I, and then I continued because Wednesday was actually my 13th anniversary here. 
Oh. So. Well, congratulations after the fact. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I went home, enjoyed something a little special, um, but like just hung out for a little while, then drove out to Goshen to meet my buddy, had dinner out at his place at Constant Spring, had a few there. Uh, Metazoa, they have a really good one, and uh, it's called Cat Hops. And then there's also Silver Harbor. That's a new one to this area kind of that's distributing. Are they out of uh, Benton Harbor or uh, St. Joe? I think so, because so, they were at the Roll Out the yeah. Barrel thing that we were at. Yeah, Silver Harbor Brewing. Yeah, they have, uh, like, hops, sweat, and tears or something like that. Yeah, they're right there on the May Drag in St. Joe. They got It's a really nice place to hang out, really, uh, like, a low-key vibe. And they got some good beer, too. Low-key vibe. Could you name a craft brewery <laughs> with an intense vibe? Uh, so, you, so you survived, so your wife and your kids didn't come back to find a bloated father surrounded by pizza rolls and, uh, and empties of hams and no. empty bottles of bitters. I had to take care of the dog, so I had that going for me. Uh, earlier in the week, I had uh, a brother in town, so we were crushing some beers, and I really didn't feel like going. You know, you just you want to get some beers, but you don't feel like going out and getting any more. So yeah. We just went through my uh, beer fridge in the garage, and I had like a calico mix of all these things that I'm not real hyped to drink. I've got like, I had Tall Boys and Miller Lite. We ha- I had the one uh, that I gave you. Probably you were just like shelving, and ah, I don't really want to drink this right now. Uh the Pixie Mix from Untitled Art. I drank that earlier in the week. That was okay. my that was my first time having the uh, having that Capri Cooler flavor. Oh, it's good. It's like Pixie Pixie Sticks. Yeah, and I had the same reaction my wife had. Like this is good. I don't know if I can commit to a four pack of these. It is good. And my wife, she said, because uh, I, I drank hers then because she's like that tastes too much like cough syrup. I was like, doesn't to me. I'll drink this. Glug, I, glug, glug. I don't want to drink like a bunch of them, but I'll drink one. Yeah, it's interesting to see what they're doing with the hard seltzer game in, in the world of craft beer. And uh, they're whipping out some fantastic stuff. I, it wasn't my favorite, but I liked it a hell of a lot more than I like the White Claw or the Truly. Mm-hmm. Much better flavor, well-rounded. Boulder oh. calorie count on the back of the can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably more like uh, 150 calories, 250, 200, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was 150. And then uh, I had a, a friend's 50th birthday out of town in Kalamazoo last night. And it was fun because he is a huge craft beer nerd. He's actually one of the guys that got me into it eons ago. We went to like the third Dark Lord day ever. And and I am too, but the rest of the people that were at the party were not. Oh, yeah. So two of us were accelerating down life's path at a uh, pretty ba- pretty good clip compared to everyone else at the party. But it's uh, it is funny when you when you share with somebody who doesn't like craft beer at all, doesn't care for it, doesn't it's not really interested. You're like, hey, try this. It tastes like this, this, and this. And she'll take the stout and say. Oh, all right. I don't know why you guys drink this. <laughs> or, you know, it's so, like a Dark Lord, it's so thick. Why do you want a beer this thick? And then and you just feel like an idiot, and you remember that, you know what, not everybody's into it like you're into it. I'll drink the thick beers. So we kept to ourselves, the thick boys. <laughs> uh, we've got some news and notes coming up a little bit later next hour. We're going to split one I'm very excited about. Zach and I, neither one have had, uh, neither of us have had this. And uh, I imagine the longer the show goes on, the harder it's going to be to find a beer that we haven't had. Pretty much. When I was looking through everything at the local store just across the street, I was like, check, 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 had yep. it, had it, had it. What haven't we had? Maybe we'll do some old favorites. So we'll get to that just at the top of the hour. We have to get to B-Movie next. Now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. Rounding out the first hour of Music to My Beers, we're getting there toward the top of the hour. We like to break down pair movies and beer together and uh, rope in. We rope in movies with our booze talk every week and a little thing we call the The B-Movie. And in light of Mr. Miller's uh, Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I didn't win much, you know. Didn't really win anything. <laughs> I'm barely comfortable betting on athletes. I'm not comfortable betting on animals. I'm just looking at them and think, I, 
I I care about horse racing from like, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning on Kentucky Derby Day until the race happens, and that's all I think about it, so I don't know anything. I, I just like the mint juleps. I like... I like the the pageantry around the whole event. It's like it's one of those events that people get dressed up for. They have the big hats and all that fun stuff. But really, it's the mint juleps that I think get, I get most excited for because I'll go and pick my own mint that I've been growing for oh, the past several years. Locally sort, locally foraged mint. I got the green thumb a little bit. You, um, you grow your own mint? Well, mint's easy. It's like a weed. Oh. You plant it once, and you're not getting rid of mint. I swear, my wife has moved it now three times, and mint will still grow in the places that she moved it from. Hmm. So, um, yes, it grows like a weed. I think I have have an interesting mint. I think it's more of a spearmint-type mint than like a peppermint. Um, so that's what I use for my mint juleps. I want to just find out you've been mistaking this weed for mint the entire time. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Why? Is this a ramp? What does this taste like? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Turnips? Um, you picked you pick the B movie this week, and it's uh, Sea Biscuit. Yeah, and I have never seen Sea Biscuit, but I know that Mm-mm. it's a heartfelt story by Steven Spielberg, right? That's why I didn't watch it because it's a heartfelt story. Mm. Or did he do? <laughs> Wait, maybe I'll get that one confused with the War Horse. Uh, I don't know. I, it, it, I'm pretty sure you're right with the Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit versus uh, there was another Secretariat was the Disney movie, um, but for Sea Biscuit. As far as a movie goes, oh, um, I'd probably give it two. By the way, it was written and directed by Gary Ross, uh, based on a 1999 best-selling nonfiction book called Sea Biscuit: An American Legend by Lauren Hildebrand. So I was way off with the Stephen King or Stephen Spielberg thing. Yeah, super off. Uh, Toby Maguire's in it. Chris Cooper, Elizabeth Banks, Gary Stevens, William H Macy, Jeff Bridges. Blah, nice. Wow. As far as the uh, box office goes. Paired pretty well, and I know I feel like it was like in the Academy Awards, like it was nominated for Best Picture and Writing, Editing, all that fun stuff. But I'd probably give it a two if I was to drink. Um, can I say the P word on the air? Go for it. Horse piss. Not the P word I thought you were going for. <laughs> Okay. All Can right. I say that? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've actually had this beer, and it tastes. Exactly what I would imagine horse pee to taste like. And it it's no longer in production. Came from the Bluegrass Brewing Company um, out of Kentucky. And as you can see, there's a horse on the cover. I and believe I, you. I don't know why they don't make it anymore. It's probably just the name was a big, you know. <laughs> Turn off. <laughs> I had to buy it once yeah. at a chalet. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks interesting. And it was in the craft beer section. So I was like, I'll do two of those. Uh, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this movie because I generally don't care for animal movies all that much and horse racing is just one of those things I, <laughs> I'm like Zach I don't even enjoy the pageantry of it I think what's the one in, in New York that happens right around this time there's the triple crown triple crown is Belmont the one that everybody gets just out of control wasted at and they're running across the top of toilets I'm assuming you're right yeah I'll yeah. go with that that, <laughs> that one I can probably get to do a little more than the uh, Kentucky Derby so I'm going to give this uh, and I've got a specific beer at a specific place it's located in mind I got last summer Early last summer, like May, June, I got a 12-pack of Bud Light for uh, for a, a gift. Ooh. Yeah, for a birthday or whatever, and I never drank it. And I was doing the drywall project, finishing up, putting up all the drywall on Friday. And I remember, that's down here somewhere, and I found it. <laughs> so I found a dusty old uh, year, year and a half old uh, case of Bud Light. So it would probably take me all 12 to pound through to get through the uh, the Sea Biscuit movie, going in knowing that, like, ah. Uh, Did you try any of them? 
No, they're still oh. sitting down there. I, I'm going to save them for this summer. Just throw them in the cooler if I have a party. and be like, Some, someone is going to drink these. Huh? It's not going to be me. <laughs> no. So, uh, so yeah, on one end of the basement, I have a nice barrel-aged cellar full of like nonsense craft beers. And then the other complete opposite corner, there's a dusty old 12-pack of Bud Light. <laughs> you you let your wife know at the party before, do not drink the Bud Light. It's, it's the Bud Light, the time forgot, Warren's oh, basement. Oh, man. And now it's time to split one of my favorite segment of the show, and Zach, because you took out the wallet for this week, I'll let you do the uh, the pour real quick. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. We got uh, Walkabout. It's the Fat Orange Cat, a sour ale with passion fruit and pineapple. It clocks in at a 5.3%. trying to think if I've ever had... Oh, whoa. Oh, my goodness. I have this so wrong. So... Fat Orange Cat is the brewing company out of North Haven, Connecticut. I've had some Fat Orange Cat before. I think you can get it at, at both citywide locations in South Bend, but I haven't had this one. What is it? It is, it's their walkabout one, and it's the sour ale with the passion fruit and the pineapple. Um, only 5.3%. Perfect sipper for a Sunday after the draft. I don't know why I need to stop talking while you're pouring. It, it, it's kind of pouring hazy. It's a really, I'm sorry, this is a bad pour. I'll take this. Gonna. Well, the smell's incredible, man. Does it? Yeah. That's a much better. I got a, uh, something to do later on today, so I'm going to let you finish off. Oh, thank you. Um, the can, but... Uh, I love passion fruit. Honestly, that was one of my favorite drinks when I was down in the Dominican Republic. Anytime you could get passion fruit juice, which they fresh squeezed, it's absolutely delicious. So that takes me back. And you get passion fruit is interesting, too, because you get a little bit of a tartness, but also a sweetness with it. Yeah, when I was in Hawaii, they had this drink that they served everywhere called Pog, and it's passion fruit, orange, and guava. But this reminds me a lot of that, but that passion fruit... I don't know if I could, if I could identify a passion fruit on the on taste alone, but when you throw it into a beer and the, this has got that really sweet kind of twist of pineapple at the end of the nose, it's amazing. It reminds me sort of of that same scent you got when you inhaled like uh, you know when you'd splurge on the really nice juice when you were uh, oh, when you first yeah. moved out of your apartment. You're like, oh no, I'm gonna get the good the good Dole stuff. Oh yeah, it tastes like it tastes a little bit like a Dole juice. Yeah, and it's it's sour, but it's it's slightly tart, but not too sour. Yeah, I've had a couple of sours lately that were heavy on the sour. And I just thought, okay, that's enough of that. I think the pineapple really rounds it out with that. Um, I know it's uh, impolite, but can I ask how much this cost? Uh, this can cost you? It was uh, around a sixer, a six dollar. Mm-hmm. And, and, and roughly the, thing- the same price as forty eight cans of hams to bring it back around <laughs> right. again, full circle. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that I don't mind spending a little bit extra for one beer because I know that I'm not, I'm not having to buy the whole four pack. So that's a good thing. So you're practically saving money. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, when you go in with just like the one beer that you can try, because then, I mean, if you really like it, you can go back and get the four pack, but then you're not left with three others that you're like, I spent $24 on this and I don't even want to drink the other three. So then sometimes I'll give them away to people. Yeah, and I think if I had bought, um, you know, going back to our Untitled Art Pixie Mix conversation, if I bought four of those, I'd probably be a little bit miffed that, well, I got one, and one's about all you can handle, you know, at a session. Uh, but I did try the Untitled Art uh, Wine Spritzer recently. Oh, yeah. how's that one? Untitled Art out of Wisconsin is one of my favorite breweries. They do fantastic IPAs, great juicies, and then uh, some of the stuff they're doing now with with, uh, with their sours and their spritzers, 
super interesting, but all, but very well done. But it was it was incredibly well done. I had a sip, but then uh, my mom, my mom, my mother in law, and my wife were just uh, were like, "Where can we get more of this?" It was awesome. So if you had a chance to uh, to try it yet, by all means, go ahead. So what are you going to give this on a scale of one to however many stars you're allowed to give on on tap mm. because you're a supporter? I would give this honestly probably a four point eight. Okay, I like I I really like this. I think it's it's pretty close to perfect. It's a little tart. If you don't like sour beers, I wouldn't pick up the sour ale from um, Fat Orange Cat. This just in from Zach Miller. If you don't like sours, then I wouldn't go buy a sour ale. <laughs> That's my my hot take today. Uh, tune in next week when he has bad news for for, for people who don't like porters. <laughs> uh, you like a Guinness? I'm going to be really th- right there with you. I feel like this is a combination between a really hazy, juicy IPA and then uh, a sour. It's like they had a kid. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of the best of both worlds. You get a really fl- uh, fragrant nose. I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a 4.25, four and three quarters. Nice. Which back on Star Search would have set you back to the next round, but uh, that's not how it works here on Untapped. So you just had to get up to four then? Yeah. Ed McMahon, if you give you four stars, that was perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, and then you get to come back for the next one and face keep competing? The, yep. You're the, it's like Jeopardy, but the little kids and comedians and stuff. Oh, man. Wow. Miss All those right. days. Yeah, tune into my Remember the Old Times TV <laughs> podcast. Time for the pick six. I'd... Throw in three, Zach throws in three, and uh, we go from there. We offer you no discounts on a mixer sixer like some bottle shops do, but we like to uh, we like to borrow the formats. So Zach, I'll let you go ahead first. I um, mentioned this one earlier in the show. The Silver Harbor Brewing Company is now distributing here, and the several that I've had, I had a it was like a grandma's old recipe. Um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking. It was a a strawberry rhubarb tart ale. Um, that was really delicious, but I'm not going to throw that one in. I'm going to throw the one that I, I had in just uh, last this past week, the Hops, Sweat, and Tears IPA. It's really, really good. I had it on tap, um, but you can find it in cans and, and go from there. But the next one I would throw in is Metazoa, and they're one out of Indy, pretty um, close to us. And also, we know because of, um, well, was it in the book? John Hall. Not the John Hall. From um, Goose Island, not the not the guy that owned Goose Island, but the brewmaster John Hall. Okay, he's down at Metazoa now as their brewmaster. So he left. He was one of the intricate ones in creating the the bourbon barrel stouts and stuff. And he went down to Metazoa and has helped them with their recipes and has created a lot of good stuff. And Cat Hops is the next one that I'm throwing in. All right, and then. The last but not least that I had at the Crooked U, which was just delicious on a Tuesday night. This past Tuesday when it was 82 degrees, I had the Post 1157 Cream Ale from Crooked U. So good. Did I get that name right? Yeah. Okay. And it's, isn't it funny, too, that now that uh, now that, now that the sun has been blazing for a couple of days, we've got our first taste of like summer that's coming, how your drinking habits change instantly, but also how everywhere with outdoor seating is packed to the gills now. Sorry, my, I got the name wrong. Completely wrong. It's post post one one six seven cream ale. How, it's off by a number. How dare you? I know, but you're right. It's great for drinking outdoors and just uh, enjoying. What uh, the first one I'm going to throw out is one I mentioned on the show last week, and I got a chance to get back into uh, because my wife is always there. So ergo, I'm always there. Is yeah. the uh, hopping nomad from uh, from Aldi? Ooh. It's a good, sessionable, it's right in the same wheelhouse as all day, just has a slightly different flavor profile, and it's dirt cheap, and you can get a lot of them, so it's fun to have around, but it's great for doing lawn work. I've been raking and blowing leaves, I feel like, for the last two weeks, constantly, nonstop, 
it's great to have those because you can crush a few while you're while you're working and still you know manage to get your 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 day over. The next one I'm going to throw in is uh, is the Pixie Mix, the Capri Cooler that Zach gave me, the Untitled yeah. Art. And I shared some with my brother, the can you gave me, and he had the same comment. He's like, God, could you imagine if we were kids? How great it'd be to steal some of this. Oh. You know, it's it's delicious, but it's, you know, it's also perfect for kids. Man. I know. Because you look at the label and they're like, this will taste just like a Capri Sun that you open up. And it does. It's like Capri Sun meets Pixie, Pixie Mick, or Pixie... Pixie what? Sticks. Pixie Sticks. That's right. Oh, I can't think of that. <laughs> The last one we'll throw in is one I picked up at Citywide Downtown, and I've had two four-packs of this over the last couple of weeks and really enjoy it from Solemn Oath. Ooh. It's their uh, Imperial, their double IPA, Friday Senior. Oh. Or is it Friday Senior? But <laughs> I like it because it's it's not a, a typical, like, fruity, juicy. It's a, it's a little tiny bit of that, but it also you get a lot of that, uh, that stiff kind of malty, boozy punch at the end where, like, you know you're drinking a double IPA. Double IPAs are great, but I want to know that I'm drinking one so I don't get too comfortable and start just ripping through them. It's easy to rip through a double IPA. Yeah, well, we've had some double hazies, especially, that uh, uh, some of our favorite friends put out that you don't even realize what you're doing to yourself until you've done done too much of it already. The bare hands bird dog, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is a danger zone. Yeah, and this was also a nice introduction to Salamoth, and I think, all right, they do a great double uh, hazy. Let me see what else they've got. I'm going to have to pick up some Salamoth because you turned me on to Mason Works. Mason Works is great, and also uh, Rad Dad that they started carrying now down at uh, down at Citywide Downtown is, yeah. is a lot of fun. It's just They're fun. They're not too expensive. They taste great, so it, you have no problem sharing for your summer barbecue. They have a really good, like, just standalone IPA. Just traditional... Mm-hmm. Like West Coast IPA. It's delicious. And you had some experiences, and so did I this week, out in public drinking. And now that we're fully vaccinated and, and sort of the pandemic's starting to get at least locally, regionally under control, it's weird to be out, man. And that coupled with the fact that summer is is nipping at our heels, people are starting to go out now. So it, it's it's still really weird to be out somewhere and be like surrounded by people. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I remember this is the way it used to be. And and there's a little bit of the mask wearing and stuff until you get to your seat, and then you, of course, can take it off. But I think one thing that we took away from the pandemic last summer, and that I, I was talking with a buddy about this um, just earlier this week, and, and we were talking about outdoor seating. For a lot of those that kind of like pivoted a little bit and mm-hmm. added outdoor seating and got that approved by excise, I know that you have to go through a series of processes if you're going to continue doing outdoor seating with excise, just making sure that you're all in the clear. But it's something that I think we'll continue to see over the course of however long. I mean, for for years to come, because it just alleviated so much um, pressure and stress of having to sit in a restaurant. Now we're finding ways of, you know, sitting outside, creating new patio and uh, new patios and structures and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of us got real comfortable dining that way and eating that way. So if, if the options there, you can, you can be a little bit more socially distanced. I mean, even once we're completely past this thing, if we ever are, mm-hmm. you know, it's made us all a little more conscious about, Hey, maybe we all don't need to pack into places like we used to. Oh man. But I love the biggest bar night in America, you know, Thanksgiving night, like right before Thanksgiving and everybody's packed in the bar, like sardines and we're all ordering, you know, it's funny. rounds. I don't care about that anymore since my family moved away from the home, our hometown. <laughs> so like, there's nothing really for me to go back and like, Hey, if I went back to my hometown now, the night before Thanksgiving, be like, Hey, look at me. I'm back. And they're like, you're a weirdo. Why are you here? <laughs> None of your family lives in the area. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, it does become a little less appealing the older I get, but uh, it, yeah, it's fun to get out there and mix it up again. Yeah. And, and the outdoor, you know, 
seating. It's enjoyable. It's fun. I think just being cooped up in the wintertime, like we typically all are, and I enjoy it. I like the hibernating and stuff like that where I'm drinking the stouts and some of the heavier beers over the wintertime. But then during summer, especially if it's a nice day, I want to find some place with a patio or some outdoor seating somehow, some way. I have no problem at all drinking outside. Like, if we're going to a craft brewery, we're going to be outside. I love it. I hate eating outdoors. Hate it. Hate it. Can't. Hate. I don't like going out in public to a restaurant, being seated on the patio and having to eat out there because you feel. I feel like I'm too much on display. I don't You're know sweating. I don't know if this is me, but like I've got a couple of brothers that don't care for it either. But whenever we go out, everyone's like, hey, let's get out of the patio. And you think, ah. But uh, we, I've seen a couple of patios downtown, and I thought, nah, well, I, I'll, I'll have a beer out there, but I don't, I don't want to eat out there. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Okay. So maybe like eat out or uh, drink outside and then move inside once you're ready to eat. Don't listen to anything the show says. I'm an well, idiot. But no, now you have two options. That's the great thing about the pandemic is that it created now two options. So you can go out, you can be drinking outside, and then go inside when your table's ready and enjoy a nice meal indoors. One of the things I wish I did as long as we we're talking about the pandemic, and I know that everyone... Uh, Remembers what they weighed before it started. We all know what we weigh now. I wish I could have taken a picture of my beer cellar before it started <laughs> and then afterwards just to see how it changed because uh, it, it definitely changed. It would have been like how it started. How's it going? <laughs> but uh, I know a lot of stuff came off the shelf last year. Yeah, and it, it was good. We yeah. rotated some stock. And we got some new stuff, too. We we went to our first like beer event during the pandemic together when we went to Three Floyds. Yeah. That was cool. Not as cool as the regular one, but uh, we'll talk no. about Three Floyds next week because I haven't heard uh, anything about Dark Lord. And from what I've been reading on Facebook, they didn't even bother brewing it because they didn't plan on having a Dark Lord day because of the pandemic. Are you serious? That's what I heard, but that's just Facebook Dude. rumbling. So we'll talk more about that. We're going to have somebody here who might know a little bit more about it next week when uh, Eric Faust from Bear Hands comes in to talk about uh, the things Bear Hands has going on and also his new venture down in Indy. All right. All right. So as far as some things that we've got coming up, I know a week from, excuse me, this coming Friday. I, Have another one. That's the thing about these sour beers. They kind of, they, they do something to digestion, and I feel like I'm going to burp a little bit. I don't know. Hey, old man, keep going. <sighs> okay. Uh, so a week from this coming Friday, we've I got. I also can't eat after 7 o'clock because I wake up in the middle of the night with heartburn. <laughs> heartburn and night sweats. Um We've got the Junior Achievement event, which is happening Friday, May 14th. So a week from this coming Friday, we can look forward to that. Lots of different beers and wines to try. Um, all goes to a really good cause. So if you haven't gotten your tickets to, for that, you can go to southbendbeerandwine.com, get your tickets, and then uh, join us out there. It's going to be a really good time. I think there's going to be over 70 different things to try, over like 35 different vendors. That's just one thing that we have going on. The other thing is... is Something that you're going to, the Hops and Coaster Drops at Indiana Beach, which is going to be September 11th. Got a while uh, from that, but apparently um, they've got 50-plus Indiana vendors, and you can ride some roller coasters while you're like trying all these beers. So put that on the calendar. And I, I don't quote me on this, but early bird pricing will end soon. So get to the website. Yeah, I believe it ends sometime uh, middle of May-ish. So hustle up. Yeah. Get out there and get after it. Uh, the other thing is Schlafly. Remember Schlafly? Yeah. They were one of like the early craft beer mm-hmm. um, providers. They've got their summer lager. It's a 4.5 ABV coming out. Um, that is a 12-pack, but it's not just any 12-pack. These are 16-ounce cans. How often do you see that? I think that might be a new trend for places like Founders, 
doing the all-day IPA, do them in 16-ounce cans, do a 12-pack of that. War Pigs does salmon pants, which I think is probably my favorite lager right now, in 16-ounce cans. It's awesome. perfect. Yeah. I'll never go back to, and you know what? We'll talk about this another time, but I, I will always go for a 16-ounce can over a 12-ounce six-pack, always. I go for the 19.2 if I f- can find it. I'm like, 12 ounces? <laughs> what do I have to do? Run to the garage every five minutes in the bathroom every two? Let's well, get the tall boys. That's actually something that uh, a Daisy Cutter um, is coming out. A, a Half Acre is releasing Daisy Cutter in 19.2s. Wow. So look forward, to that. look forward to that on the shelves. Golf bag friendly. Yeah. That's going to do it for another week of music to my beers as we close out the draft. We wave goodbye to April, get into May here this weekend. We will see you back here next week. Same bat time, same bat uh, channel on behalf of... Ooh, sour, it's going to hit me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little tipsy, Mr. Miller. Uh, it's music to my beers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.